Welcome to Looking for Life. I'm Kirk Packer, and I'm here with my co-host, George Thompson, and we take this time to talk about life and how to really find the life that Jesus intends for us while we walk through the battles that we face. And today we are sensing led by the Lord to talk a little bit about refining and how we walk through things that are refining and what the Lord's purposes are. And one of the things that the Lord has shared with George concerning this is a scripture. So why don't we start off by sharing that, George? Okay, it's uh, out of Romans 8, and it starts in verse 31. It says this, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? As these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us, since he did not even... Uh, since he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. All won't he also give us everything else. And, you know, when I was, I was reading this this morning and just thinking about, you know, if God's on our side, we shouldn't have a worry in the world in a sense because God has created not only us but everything that is around us and he he's got the answers of what we need and he loves us more than we even can understand um, even at the end of the scripture there where it talks about he give up his own son to save us from sin when you share that scripture what comes to my mind is that those words are intended for people who are in the midst of battle. And when you're in the midst of battle, one of the things that you must overcome is hopelessness and those voices that speak to you about giving up and so on. And that's such an encouraging scripture to grab hold of and to know that the Lord is there and that there's nothing that can separate us from him and that there's nothing that can overcome. But if you're not in a battle, those words, they don't really mean much. But if you're in a battle, those words that you shared there mean everything. Yeah, it's so true because lately I've been in that refining battle as you talked uh, earlier and you know, as I've been thinking through that, there's so much that the God is trying to show us, um, not only more freedom, and but just things in our own heart that he's trying to protect us, protect us from. And sometimes when the battle is long and we're being refined, it it's hard to understand how God's allowing it when you're trying to pray it away, but at the same time, you're being refined in the midst of it. Yeah. And one of the things that we can begin to feel that, again, that scripture addresses is that we can begin to feel unloved. Why is the Lord allowing me to feel these things that we know are not true? And out of that comes a perseverance, because if you're going to make it through and not give up, because following the Lord is a difficult 
path. He will never let you down. He will never um, give up. But we must persevere through those tough times. And when we do, our love for him grows. Our trust in him grows. But one of the things that we've got to overcome is not believing that, that he no longer loves us just because he's allowing us to go through something that's difficult. He has purposes for it. Yeah, and, you know, the one thing that I was going through, uh, well, I really felt deep in my heart, I felt betrayal and I felt worthiness, uh, unworthiness. And it was just two things that was just really heavy on me. And the more I prayed and the more I asked God to take it away, the more it just, I, I just felt the heaviness of that. And I just, I, I couldn't, I could quote scripture, <laughs> I could pray the right things, I knew what I was saying was right. And the thing that kept, kept coming back to me is, I will never forsake you, I will never leave you. So I knew he was there, but it didn't make it, didn't make it any easier as I continued to walk through it day after day after day. I know I've shared this before, but what you're saying reminds me again of fasting. In earlier years, I thought that through fasting, I would just feel, you know, spiritually enlightened during the fasting, and it would be a great experience. But what I found is during the fasting, it was a terrible experience. It was hard, but it was after. It was after that something was produced. And that's what I find when I'm going through spiritual battles and I'm doubting things and I'm having to fight these voices that I know are not true. During it, it's not fun. But afterwards, something comes about. And when you think about the refining process in Scripture, you know, it talks about gold and silver and so on being refined. I mean, you're in the middle of this fire. It's not going to feel good. But it's the fruit afterwards that is so good. And that's one of the things that we've got to remember as we're going through it, that God has a purpose and, and the purpose will be good. He will get us through this. It won't last forever. Yeah. And it, it's so true. Um, you know, one thing that just, and I mentioned it, was worthiness. Um, you, you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, is God mad at me here? Why, why am I feeling insecurity? Why am I feeling that I'm not worth anything? Um, and why am I struggling in the midst of this? And, and it, it is such a difficult thing because, like, like I said earlier, you, you can't pray it away. You can't speak it away through Scripture, but you know God's there. And, but even in the midst of that, and as hard as it is and as difficult as it is, there's, and this may not make any sense, but there's peace there. There's some type of peace that God can give you, but you still feel in the battle. And only God can do that because we, we've got to remember it's not against flesh and blood. It's against the spirit world is where we're fighting. And I've got to constantly remind myself of that because that's where I'm weak in the spiritual world. And I've got to stay in, in in close relations with the Holy Spirit so I can see what I'm up against. 
And when I think about your situation right now, you're in a place where because of injury, you're not able to do the work that you normally do. Not only that, but the healing process has been longer than what you anticipated. And when it comes to us as men, oftentimes we unconsciously find our worth in what we're doing. It's not something we think about. We, it's just where it's at. Well, when my worth is in something I'm doing or accomplishing, where it's not is in the Lord. And so sometimes that refining fire can be, well, I'm going to take these things away from you, not because he doesn't love us, but because he wants us to find our worth in something that is more worthy. Because that's where real worth comes from. I mean, finding worth in the things that we do here on earth is so fleeting. Finding worth in the Lord, who is eternal, that is solid. And I was thinking about, as you were talking, the, the word you brought up earlier, perseverance. And I was just thinking about how when you're in that place of struggle in deep darkness, if you will, and you're just really battling, all these things come at you like unworthiness, and, and you, you've really got to bounce them off your mind and heart. Is this really who I am or not? And and you, you've really got to be thinking this stuff through, saying, this isn't from God. You know, he doesn't want this from me. He doesn't want my marriage to go away. He doesn't, he doesn't want my kids to be hurt, you know, whatever it may be. And, and I was just thinking about how you've got to persevere through that because every evil dart that, that Satan can throw at us in the midst of these battles where he's trying to get us off track is what we've really got to be careful with. And when you bounce it off Scripture, and I, I mentioned that earlier, I was I kept taking it to the Word saying, nope, that, that's not right. Scripture talks against that, so don't believe that lie, but it just keeps coming. And the thing is, um, when in order to really address those things, we must feel them, be, because you're not going to just address what you find your worth in without it without the lord bringing it to your attention and the way he brings it to our attention is to feel the weight of it to feel the weight of the loss of it wakes us up and causes us to go oh wait a minute i must have been finding my worth in this over here and i didn't even realize it i mean it would be so much easier just to sit down in a class and have the Lord tell us these things, but that's not that's not going to cause us to take action. It's when we feel the weight of it that it causes us to take action. Yeah, and, and again, you know, the the thing that I praise the Lord about it in all this is is he he was triggering my mind to remember those scriptures. He was triggering my mind to remind me. Wait a minute that goes against my word. Do not do that. And and I'm so thankful for that because he's in the battle with you. And I, I know when you're in that battle and, and I've felt the same way, the heaviness and everything of that, it is difficult. But I was so thankful that I was being reminded the Holy Spirit was still working. Hey, that goes against scripture. Hey, 
that goes against what God says. And it's just a comfort in the midst of the refinery. And we say this a lot, but again, that's why it's so important to be in the Word. And even as we're reading through the Word, maybe the day that you're reading that Scripture, it doesn't speak all that loud to you. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're making deposits. You're making deposits in your heart where the Lord can bring it back to you. Remember that scripture. Go, go back to that. I need to really speak to you right now in what you're going through. Yeah. And I think, you know, even, even when you're not in a spiritual battle, just think about how powerful the word is when you've had a bad day or something where you can just draw from the well, if you will, where you can just read that word and it just brings joy and it brings peace to you because there's a comfort in the word of God that just does not connect your heart like anything else. Yeah. You know, and as we're talking about this, I'm also reminded of the tension. We're talking about God refining us. And right now we're talking specifically about um, how we can find our worth in things that are not the Lord. But also there's this other side that the Lord uses that. Because part of the reason that we're looking to find worth is because there's been something put in us, a desire to accomplish and to see fruit from our lives. And that's from the Lord. However, what we can do is we can look in the wrong places, we can misapply that, and this is all part of the Lord refining it because he wants there to be fruit in your life. And that means you going after things. But in the process of it, he's got to do refining in us to make sure that we're not finding our worth in the wrong places and it, that there's genuine fruit coming out, which only comes when it's the Lord working through us and not us trying to produce it on our own. Yeah. And in all reality, if I'm, if I'm truth, truthful about this at all, I'd get bored if I didn't go through things like this, if I didn't get stretched to, to the limit of, of what I can bear because God, there is a purpose in it. God has a good purpose, and there, there will be no fruit if there's no stretching, if there's no <laughs> going through some things and, and testing on not only who you are but what you know in a sense and, and what you can withstand. And as crazy as this sound, it's an exciting venture. The Lord gives us times of rest, but those times of rest are precious when we've been in battle and we've been in toil. But if we're not going through battle and toil, those times of rest become boredom, and it, it just, <laughs> we end up really getting ourselves in trouble. Um, and so there's this pattern that the Lord takes us through, and I find that over and over. I find that I will go through internal battles, and it doesn't always seem to have a lot to do with what's going on outside of me, but it, it's just things that the Lord's taking me through, but I find a pattern, and when I get in those places, I remind myself, okay, I've been here before, the Lord brings me out, and it's going to be really good when he does, but I need to persevere, and the way I persevere is to lock my eyes on him, lock my ears on him, and move towards him. Yeah. 
I was just thinking about my bear hunting experience and, you know, I had no experience walking into that and I'm in the middle of the mountains. A bear could be around any corner and I've got protection, but at the same time, I've never ever encountered a bear. So it, it in some ways it was kind of stupid <laughs> to go do that. But in, but the things it did to my heart and the, the, just the uh, excitement of that, it moved me in ways that I, I'm ready to go again. I mean, it, it, and that's what the Lord does in so many times in our lives. As difficult, we don't know what's around the corner, but man, does it move us. And just, it, it, we have a longing in our heart just to do it again almost. Not long ago, I was on a roller coaster with my 10-year-old and he was scared out of his mind, and you could tell he did not want to do this. But I knew if he just made it through, it would be really good. And sure enough, he survived. He didn't die. And afterwards, he's thinking, let's do this again. (laughs) And oftentimes, that is how it is with the Lord. He will take us through things we've never been before, just like you're talking about the, the, the bear hunt. I mean, that's unnerving. I mean, it's one thing to watch something on TV. It's another thing to come face to face. But there's something that causes us to feel alive in the midst of that. And when a loving father is leading us through something, there's a trust that we can have when when we're not relying on ourselves, but we are relying on him. And that's part of the excitement to really follow the Lord and not just try to play some kind of dead religious rote throughout your life, but to really follow the Lord the way that people did in the scripture that we've been given, there's nothing more exciting. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, when when you think about just the creation of this world and the, you know, every element, every season, whatever it may be, I mean, we serve an amazing God that, you know, is no, there is no other. And it's just, there's just something about that that should excite us, should just stir our hearts, especially as men, because we're, we're the ones that want to be out in the wilderness, if you will, in the mountains, wherever it may be. Um, and it is there is just something to that it just brings a peace to your heart in the midst of that well and in one way uh, the writer in ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun but at the same time when you read through scripture god continues to deliver his people and to do things in different ways that you've never seen before And that causes an excitement in me because I look right now at what we're going through and how's it going to turn out? We know that the Lord wins, but how's it going to turn out? We don't know because God is so creative. When you think about all the people that he's created and how we're all different, I mean, his creativity is endless. And so how is the Lord going to have things play out? We don't know. What's our role? Well, it's going to be a little bit different than anybody else's role ever before. And that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about how everybody is a piece of the puzzle. 
everybody's got a part to play in this puzzle and God's putting it together minute by minute and it's just it's just fascinating and again exciting to be a part of something that's much much bigger than you are but there's also a cost to it you know there's a cost to follow the Lord and it's adventurous and it's exciting but you have to face fears it's hard work there's a lot of trust and there's days when you want to just stay on the couch but there's a price to pay for staying on the couch and at the end of the day that that rest isn't going to be as sweet as it was as if you trusted the lord and and went after him yeah yeah because it's um in so many ways again i mean i I think about um, Paul, for instance, and the life he led when he was Saul, but once God renamed him as Paul, he had to learn. He, he was taken out for three years, trained, if you will, and then put back in the game. And there was a training period there. And, and a, you know, we've all got to go through training. And it just doesn't, it's not a one-time deal. It's... Get trained a while, see some fruit from your life, you know, rest, and then you're right back in. Let's train some more. And the other part of that is, is that even though there was a major major conversion of Saul to being Paul, the Lord would use all the things that Saul had been through, even though at the time Saul was not actually following Jesus. He thought he was serving God. But God used all those things, and that's just so amazing how the Lord can take everything in our life, and, and he can create this beautiful picture out of it. All the ingredients, if they were by themselves, I mean, they're actually not that good. You put them together, and God creates this masterpiece out of it. Yeah, it's... um. I'm just thinking about, you know, the hands of God and, you know, the the thing as you walk with him year after year, you just begin to trust him more and more because, as I said earlier, he, he will never forsake you or leave you. And there's just such a comfort in those words. And you... Time and time again, you can look back over your shoulder as you've walked with the Lord, and he's always been there, always been there. And there, there is just a peace about that because you can't say that about anyone else in this world but God himself. And if you're someone who's following the Lord, you may be going through some, some hard stuff right now. But just be encouraged to know that there's a refining taking place and that word refining starts with re, which means it happens over and over again. But there is good fruit that's going to come out of it. And we just want to encourage you to persevere, even when you don't understand how it's all going to play out. You don't have to understand it. You only have to trust in the one who's sovereign, the one who's able to direct not only your life, uh, but this entire world. So we just want to encourage you to to persevere because that's going. That's when you're really going to find life. Any last thoughts, George? 
I was just thinking, you know, if there's someone out there that has questions or is in a battle, um, reach out to us. We, we uh, would love to hear from you. We, we would love to walk with you, even if it's by a telephone. Um, we, we have walked through some stuff ourselves, as we've talked about today. And we're, we're here to help the kingdom of God. And I, I just want to put that out there. We're, we're, we're just uh, guys that love Jesus. That, that's it. And we've got a lot of faults. But if we can help anybody, we're here. Amen. Well, we pray that you've been blessed, and we pray that through this, you will find more of the life that Jesus intends for you. God bless.